And welcome into the Most Accurate Podcast. I'm Anthony Stoltz. Appreciate you listening. Hope you had a good holiday and uh, looking forward to a new new year. And that goes for my co-host, who's John Paulson, 444.com senior editor. Uh, John, how are we doing today? Doing all right. How are you doing, Anthony? Doing good. Doing good. Um, let's dive into the music first. Tell us who, who brought us in, and then we'll, we'll get to get to the rest of the pod here. Yeah, I heard this track uh, in the movie It, Stephen King movie It. Uh, it was a scene where they're cleaning up the bathroom. Uh, Six Different Ways by The Cure. It's one of my favorite deep tracks, uh, deep cuts from the um, from the 80s. It's off their 1985 album, Head on the Door. John, we're going to start off with some good news first. I'm happy to announce that Fantasy Pros has released their final rankings. Their accuracy standings are out for 2017. And our very own John Paulson finished third out of 109 fantasy analyst that's third out of 109 fantasy analysts it's his seventh top six finish in the last eight seasons which includes two wins that's absolutely remarkable congratulations john thanks a lot anthony uh the goal every year is to try to make the top five uh, last year i went i went from fourth to sixth in week 16 and i was not happy about it <laughs> so this year i was sitting in fifth and i was able to move up to third so that's the, that's the way to do it i think you're like Bill Belichick and Nick Saban after a loss. You you basically start perfor- you know preparing for the next season within hours of the loss. So I, I like it. Uh, congr- congratulations again, John. That's outstanding. Moving on to the, the the podcast here. This may be a dumb question for a lot of listeners out there, but why is it such a bad idea to hold a fantasy championship game in Week 17? Uh, well, be, just just the reason of having uh, Josh Moore, our editor in chief, owner of four for four dot com, have to write an, an, an article that says, "So who's motivated?" Uh, there's a an article up on the website. We're going to talk about it here. The fact that he has to write that article to explain who and who's not motivated in week seventeen is should be reason enough for you not to hold your. Uh, fantasy championship in week 17. Okay, so let's dive into that article right now. So who's motivated? The article is great. Give it a read if you want more details. But here's what we need. Here's what we do know. We consider the Vikings, Falcons, Ravens, Titans, and Seahawks to be highly motivated. You can use these players without having any reservation of how they're going to impact your your fantasy squads. The Saints, Patriots, Bills, and Chargers are motivated. So the previous teams that we mentioned, mentioned, highly motivated. Saints, Patriots, Bills, Chargers are motivated. The Saints need a win to win the NFC South. The Patriots can lock up home field with a win. The Bills and Chargers, both 4 o'clock games, so they're late games on Sunday, each have a shot at the wild card, but they need to win and get some help in games that are also being played at 4 o'clock. So we consider these players to be safe plays as well. The Panthers need a win and a Saints loss to win the NFC South. So we'll think that we think that they're going to be plenty plenty motivated in Atlanta uh, with with the Panthers. You, they can either finish as the fifth seed in the NFC or they beat Atlanta. New Orleans loses in Tampa. They could wind up not only winning the NFC South division but the number two seed overall. So all of the NFC South teams outside of Tampa are highly motivated. Uh, the Steelers need to win and a Patriots loss to lock up home field. But given the spread of the New England game, which is right now 15 and a half, the Patriots are favored. It looks very unlikely that the Jets will make it a game. According to Steelers right tackle Marcus Gilbert via Joe Rudder of the Pittsburgh Tribune Review, the Steelers aren't planning to use Ben Roethlisberger or Le'Veon Bell this week. And as we know, Antonio Brown is also out. Daniels has denied saying this, but Rudder via colleague Tim uh, Benes tweeted out that the audio and the direct quote, quote, they'll get a little taste of Landry Jones – 
We'll have Landry Jones in there. We don't have Ben. We don't have eight and four Antonio, uh, eight, eight, 84 Antonio Brown. We don't have Le'Veon Bell. So it sounds like the Steelers are planning to sit their starters, uh, sit, sit their stars, excuse me. Stay tuned on that one. We'll move on to the Jaguars now. The Jags are not motivated, but want to get a win after, uh, getting schooled against the 49ers last week via ESPN. Head coach Doug Marone said that they are 100% all in on winning this football game. Make no mistake about it, said Marone. Just so there's not a lot of talk during the week, when the players come in on Wednesday, we are talking about how we are going to play to win and do everything possible uh, po- that, that we possibly can to win this game, period. That's what Marone said. He continued, I'm not even thinking about what happens beyond that, and that is the way we are going to go about our business this week. So it sounds like it's a safe bet to use Jacksonville's players this week, but that's far from a sure thing. The Eagles, not motivated at all, but after struggling in wins against the Giants two weeks ago and then on Christmas night against Oakland, head coach Doug Peterson may elect to play Nick Foles to get him some more snaps as the starter. It's going to be a day, it's going to be day-to-day, quite honestly, Peter said to, via Philly.com. Obviously, injuries play a factor in that. You're only limited to 46, and you can only put seven guys down. So if you do the math, some of your starters will have to play That was uh, Doug Peterson. It's dicey to use Philadelphia players this week from a fantasy standpoint. The Chiefs, and we got a couple more here, and then we'll get John's take on some sneaky starts. The Chiefs are not motivated. They've announced that Patrick Mahomes, the rookie quarterback out of Texas Tech, will start at quarterback. Alex Smith is a no-go. Kareem Hunt, Tariq Hill, and Travis Kelsey are dicey players to use in your fantasy leagues. The Rams, not motivated. Even though they have an opportunity to, to secure the number three seed, Todd Gurley's not playing. Jared Goff is not playing. Many of their offensive linemen are out. Aaron Donald, their stud defensive tackle, out. Sean, Ma- uh, Sean Mannion will get the start, and this makes the receivers pretty unappealing against a red-hot 49ers team. Um, but we'll get to a running back that uh, John likes right now as a potentially sneaky start. Who is that, John? Yeah, that's Malcolm Brown. It looks like uh, he's going to get the bulk of the carries against the 49ers and the 49ers are 30th in adjusted fantasy points allowed to running back. So this is a spot where you could use him, uh, you know, DFS as well. Or if you do have a game this week, maybe for the toilet bowl, uh, <laughs> when that, that counts, you could pick up Malcolm Brown off the, off the waiver wire and he might see uh, 15 to 20 touches there against, uh, against a not so great uh, 49ers defense. All right. Teams we haven't mentioned have been eliminated from the playoffs so their healthy players may play on Sunday, but players that are dinged up are more likely to sit and, uh, and than they normally would during the during a, another week in the regular season. This includes Gio Bernard, Joe Mixon, Isaiah Crowell, Duke Johnson, Samaje P. Ryan, Devontae Adams, Keelan Cole, Chris Godwin, Deshaun Jackson, Devontae Adams, and Jordy Nelson, uh, both of which have been ruled out. Devontae Parker, Emmanuel Sanders, Cameron Brait, and Eric Ebron are all injured to varying degrees and play for teams that are not motivated for Week 17. So you got to be really careful, whether it's your, your league-long seasons or DFS, to play any of these guys that are questionable and playing for teams that are not motivated. Time for me to shut up. Time to get to John. Let's get to some sneaky starts now. Starting off with the Canton-bound Jimmy Garoppolo, John. <laughs> yeah, he's a... Uh... He's the goat now, the new goat. Uh, after uh, playing well against the, the uh, Jaguars last week and pretty much doing well uh, in all of his starts uh, this year, I like I like his matchup against the Rams. 
they're fifth in adjusted fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks, but as as you mentioned, they're not motivated in this game, aren't really playing to win. Uh, so the defense will probably be without a couple starters. There'll definitely be some snaps given to backups. Uh, and Grapple just keeps going out there and, and performing, so I think he's a pretty good start this week. Let's talk about Derrick Henry as well. He's uh, he's starting for the Titans. They absolutely need to win to secure a playoff spot against the Jaguars. Not a great matchup, but a potentially good value play, right? Yeah, I'll run through the running backs here, and then we'll talk about some wide receivers. So Derrick Henry uh, with DeMarco Murray he has like a torn – uh, ligament in his knee uh, probably shouldn't be playing but it sounds like he may try to gut it out but I think we're going to see a lot of Henry in this one uh, as you know he's already been more the more effective runner even with Murray fairly healthy this year uh, and he, you know they're facing the Jaguars you know the Jaguars are trying to win but they're 21st in just a fantasy points allowed to running backs uh, they've improved as the season's gone on after that trade uh, for the defensive tackle but uh, I, I still like Henry in this spot I have him ranked sixth uh, uh, in standard formats this this week, Jamal Williams for the Packers. Aaron Jones is out for this game. Uh, they, he goes and uh, the Packers are going to play the Lions. This is not a uh, you know an exciting game uh, for, from a playoff standpoint whatsoever. Both teams have been eliminated, but uh, Williams should see a big big workload, and he's he's the type of player that's going to run hard no matter uh, what uh, what's on the line in terms of the playoff seating or not playoff seating. So uh, I think Williams is a pretty good start as well. Uh, the Lions are. 30th in adjusted fantasy points allowed uh, to running backs. Um, as I mentioned before, Malcolm Brown, the uh, the 49ers are actually 24th in adjusted fantasy points allowed to running backs, but I think he's a pretty good start. I got him at rank 21st. And then finally at running back, uh, Gio Bernard. Uh, he's dealing with an ankle injury, so keep an eye on that. And they may sit him uh, if he's if he's still iffy heading into the weekend. But it looks like Joe Mixon's going to miss another game. And Bernard's been pretty, pretty good when Mixon's been out. Uh, so... The matchup against the Ravens is 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 uh, not bad. Twenty fifth in just a fantasy points allowed to running backs. The Ravens are motivated, so this is a little bit a uh, little bit shaky given the injury and everything. But I think you could use him if he's active on Sunday. And as you mentioned before, you also like Malcolm Brown as a potential sneaky start against San Francisco. All right, tough to find wide receivers this week. But Mohamed Sanu, Ted Ginn, Tyrell Williams, uh, Tyrell Williams—they all jump out a bit. Can you talk about them? Yeah, so I would prefer to use players like this that are in games where the teams are motivated. Uh, you know, they have pretty good matchups. So Sanu has Carolina, 30th in adjusted fantasy points allowed to receivers. Ginn has Tampa Bay, 25th in adjusted fantasy points allowed uh, to receivers. Tyrell Williams has been coming on a little bit lately. He plays Oakland, the 24th in adjusted fantasy points allowed uh, to receivers. So all three of these players play for teams that are motivated, and they all have good matchups. I'd rather use these guys than maybe dinged-up players that are playing for um, bad teams or, you know, have bad matchups. Otherwise, uh, it, it just seems a little bit safer, especially if you're talking about DFS play. And, you know, when you get into your season long, you may not, you, you may not want to set, uh, sit a wide receiver two type for a wide receiver four type like Williams. Um, but, you know, when you're looking to make up your, your daily lineups, you, you'd like to find players that are all motivated. Uh, tight ends, Antonio Gates, Charles Clay, George Kittle, go. <laughs> well, Gates... <laughs> You know, showed last week I had him listed as a sneaky start. I wish I had ranked him a little bit higher because he ended up, I think, with second or third most uh, fantasy points at the tight end position uh, with Hunter Henry sidelined. I mean, it made sense that he would now play a lot more and we weren't sure that he was going to see a ton of work or how well he'd be able to uh, to play. But, you know, I had mentioned last week that he's still able to post up in the end zone for uh, for Phillip Rivers, and that's exactly what he did, catching a touchdown. He also had 80-something yards 
uh, receiving. So this is another game where the, the Chargers need a win. He's going to play a lot. I have him ranked seventh overall uh, in standard formats amongst tight ends. I think Charles Clay uh, is also a pretty good play. The the Dolphins are thirty second in just a fantasy points allowed to tight ends. This is you know him playing against his old team in Miami, and the the, the Bills are motivated uh, to win. So I, I like uh, Clay as well. And then Kittle's uh, snaps have been on the rise uh, last couple of weeks. He played more than uh, Garrett Selleck last week. And as I mentioned, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is a pretty good start. I think, uh, you know, one of his primary targets will be uh, George Kittle, especially in the in the red zone. Uh, he likes to uh, – Garoppolo was targeting Garrett Selleck quite a bit, and I think now it's kind of turning over back over to Kittle, who is showing quite a bit of promise as a rookie early in the season. I think he's a good desperation play at tight end. And then any defensive streaming options that you like this week? Yeah, uh, two teams that are motivated that have pretty good matchups are, are the Saints and the Bills. Uh, the Saints have uh, Jameis Winston, who has a tendency to turn the ball over. Uh, the Saints' defense is better than it has been in years past. Uh, the Bucks are 30th and just a fantasy points allowed to defenses, so that's a pretty good matchup. Uh, the Bills you know, at Miami with Jay Cutler, 29th and just a fantasy points allowed uh, to defenses, so that's a, a good matchup as well. And then there's a few teams that, you know, are out of the playoff hunt, but have nice matchups. I like the Lions against Brett Hudley at home. Uh, the Redskins aren't aren't bad uh, at or at the Giants. Uh, Giants are twenty second, just a fancy points a lot of defenses. The Colts uh, face uh, the Texans at home. Uh, T.J. Yates twenty eighth, just a fancy points allowed uh, to defenses. And then, of course, in, this, in the same game, the Texans uh, at Indianapolis. Jacoby Brissett, uh, the quarterback there, twenty sixth, just a fancy points allowed to de- defenses. So. Uh, those are those are good teams to target, even if you're you know you're starting to get out of the realm of the the more uh, motivated defenses. I think you know in, in DFS especially, I would probably look to to play the Patriots or the Ravens or the Vikings, uh, you know even the Seahawks, Chargers ahead of, ahead of these teams. But uh, once you get into the cheaper ranks, or you're just looking for somebody off the waiver wire in, in a redraft league. Uh, you may may have to pick one of these teams that's not terribly motivated but has a good matchup. All right, Jordan, sweet. That's uh, all we have for you. We appreciate you listening all season long. Thank you so much. Um, John, again, congratulations on that, that, that number three finish in Fantasy Pros. Outstanding work. We may be back with a 2017 season wrap-up podcast in the next week or two if we can get that scheduled. So stay tuned on that. Until then, though, happy new year. Best of luck in the final week and any kind of playoff fantasy stuff that you have going on. We'll see you next time on the Most Accurate Podcast.